So we find ourselves once again following the Odd Guild, or rather, a select few of their members. When last we checked in, a small party had congregated in the area of the city of Erveldum. But right now, we focus on a particular member, Selina, who we see sitting on a park bench. Snow, Wilson, and Daniel, having been looking for her for quite some time, notice her finally as Selina is rubbing her eyes and they seem to be a little puffy. She turns and seems to have to force a smile as she gives her standard, cordial, one-handed wave. Oh, oh, there she is. There she is. Guys, guys, come on. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Selena, we've been looking everywhere for you. Oh, um, sorry for running off like that, but there's just been a lot going on with, uh, you know, the dead bodies and the corpses and the investigations. Galahan's not being here. Everything's just so busy. People are running around. There's smog constantly in the air, and honestly, this park is just about the only place with greenery. But still no animals. I just... I wish that there was just some way we could get a momentary reprieve and just be enveloped in a room full of puppies. Snow immediately covers her mouth and appears to be contemplating. She looks at Wilson. Snow. Knowingly. She looks at Daniel. Knowingly. Yes. I think I think what you're thinking. Are are we thinking? That that made sense in my head. They're, They're not real puppies, but do imaginary puppies count? I think so. I think it's time. It's time for the doggies to return. What? What? Would you like to be part of our party? Oh, what? Wilson, you explained. Okay. A brief explanation later. Oh, oh, I, I love this idea. I know just the perfect place. Isabel took me here once. Uh, and, and because it's nice, it's quaint, it's private, uh, and it's really quiet, so we should be able to get... Just follow me. Grabbing Snow's hand eagerly, she sprints off, running out of the garden, and taking you to a large, towering, almost cathedral-like building. With dark gray stone brick, expansive stained glass and two massive gold-trimmed darkwood doors. This is the city's college library, and here we can reserve private rooms. She opens the wide double doors to reveal a spacious, wide-open, high-ceiling room with multiple floors lined with bookshelves stocked to the brim with every literature imaginable. And, apparently, Clerk Ken? I see uh, some familiar faces. How? How? How, Is every floor just the bathroom? How else do you think I get books from my little black market bookshop? Are, that, you, oh. are you stealing them from the library? Mm, no, it's just borrowing indefinitely. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. I, I think that amounts to stealing. Yeah, I think that's what that means, especially when you start like selling them and profiting off of it. Yeah, no oh, one has oh. to know. There's so, just so many books here. How can they possibly keep track of all of them? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they all have barcodes and are like scanned. Snow checks the book that she got really quickly for a barcode or something that looks like it's from a library. I scratch all those off. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No, it's untraceable. It seems like there's like really bad scratch marks and some tearing on the uh, inside the immediate cover on the paper in the bottom left corner. I never Uh-oh. claimed to sell anything uh, in mint condition. It's the black market after all. Who knows what you'll find there? That's fair. Anyway, uh, Clark Kent, we're uh, actually getting ready to sit down and play some more of that doggy game if you so happen to bring your character sheet. Oh, you know, I have that old th- dusty thing with me everywhere I go. I love that game. How? This? Uh, e- uh, I mean, come on, Snow. Mine's already leveled. As is mine. Guys, what? I have a whole binder full of character sheets from all the games I've played over the years. Ah, here's the one right here. Perfect. Yeah, I just, 
Uh, well, it doesn't really matter what level you say, because I just wrote a character sheet for Copper at each and every possible level, 1 through 20. Possible? Possible. <laughs> oh, the puns. Ah, good old puns. Well, uh, the, the private room should be just right over here. So if you just want to follow me this way. And she seems to swipe some card-shaped object through some slot and a door opens uh, and unlocks itself with a little green light. And you are all able to enter a nice private room. We sure this is not a bathroom? I think they would really frown upon it if you used it as a toilet, so... No, the bathroom is down the hall. Trust me, I know. Okay, okay. I just want to... Okay, we're good. All right, so uh, let's uh, take a seat and get everyone situated. Don't worry, Selena. I'll help you write out your character. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, guys. So finally, after explaining all of the rules... Let's get started. Hi, foundlings. Welcome back to another part of Odd Doggies. We're in part three. So say hi, everybody. Hello. My name is Emily, and you also know me as Snow from the Sword Art Online campaign. But today I'm playing Snow, who's being a GM while being the GM for this game, if that makes sense. So just so you know, Snow is not an experienced GM. I kind of am not either when it comes to D&D, but neither is she. So that's great. So we just make things up as we go. And that's the fun of it. Anyway, so today I am joined by a group of people that you have heard from before. Some faces that haven't been around for a little bit of time. And it seems like we're missing a few faces, unfortunately. But maybe next time they'll join us. And before we go on any further, I wanted to tell our foundlings about an awesome application that we will be using throughout our session today. We originally kickstarted this app, but it came out recently and is available on Android and Windows devices. It's called Soundtail. Soundtail is a music and ambiance app made for tabletop role-playing games. Currently, it has 32 sound environments and 21 music styles to suit different moods for pretty much any scene you might need, which makes for hundreds of combinations. It's really simple to use and doesn't require a lot of legwork, like some of the other soundboards that we've used, like Sirenscape and BattleBards Mixer, which we will continue to use for our main campaigns. Also, did I mention the UI for this app is gorgeous? It's great for plug-and-play, spontaneous sessions, and for GMs who don't want to do the extra prep work to set up mood for their players. It does seem to be geared more towards high fantasy or medieval settings, so it's perfect for settings like Odd Doggies. But it might not be a replacement for those GMs who want more control over what sounds play and when they play. It can definitely be an addition to your sound repertoire, however. You do have to purchase it through the Google Play Store. But it's a one-time cost of about $12, which isn't much when you look at the monthly subscriptions that you have to do with some of the bigger soundboards. Also, all the music was composed by the Soundtail team, so you're also paying them for making great music. All in all, I really do like the application, and we'll probably be using it all throughout Odd Doggies, and we'll find other places that we can use it as well. I highly recommend checking it out. Go to the Google Play Store and type in Soundtail. That's just one word. And it's not like doggy tails. It's like the regular tail. So S-O-U-N-D-T-A-L-E. And if you need to download the Windows version for your computer, desktop, PC, etc., you can go to soundtail.de. All right, let's get back to everybody else. Uh, So where did we leave off? Oh, yeah, that's right. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I'm playing Daniel playing Stas because that's not confusing, but it is original. For those of you who don't remember Odd Doggy Season 1, Stas is a black German shepherd. Stas is a ranger. 
And now, given the time passage, he's about five years old. Hey, I'm uh, Justin, and I'm playing Clerk Kent, who runs an interdimensional bookstore, playing Spark. Uh, and Spark is a Shiba Inu dog. I know that is an oxymoron, kind of, or uh, but what's that word? I always forget that what it's actually called anyways. Um, and he is a uh, rogue, and he's about, uh, I think he's just hitting five years old as a dog. I can't remember how young he started. <laughs> oh, well, he couldn't be any less than zero, so. That's not wrong. Probably just over five now. Hi, uh, I'm Quentin. I will be playing uh, Wilson, who uh, I, I, I'm playing Copper again. He is a multi-class druid barbarian. That's right. Uh, he is a six-year-old beagle, and he is best boy. But I will also be playing Selena. Uh, and I, I, I wrote up my character, saying as we already had a druid. I figured I'd play something a little different in honor of someone we all know and love, given after their name's sake. I think you'll be able to figure out who it is because it's not really that big of a secret. All right, perfect. We'll keep the rest of that a secret oh, for oh, now. We will? Oh, yeah, oh, that sounds, we'll, we'll that wait until fun. we do an introduction. Sure. I think that'll be, it'll be a nice introduction. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So... It has been approximately four months since you've arrived back on Dream Island. Some faces have come and gone, attending to other matters at hand, while others have rejoined you, or only just arrived. This island is teeming with awakened creatures now, many driven from the landmass they called home. While their numbers are still small, they continue to grow, and even now, at a faster rate than before. Some were able to find shelter at the Elven Embassy in Brienne for a time, but the numbers eventually overwhelmed the Elves, and they soon had to start turning away the Awakened Ones, for that is what they have called you. Bones, Argus, Frodo Barkins, and several others have been sent off to retrieve the Awakened Ones and bring them back to the island for safety. Amongst them, Stas, whose return was a less-than-happy reunion after the rather tragic discovery of his master's demise on the sunken ship, the Starlit Mistress. But time heals all wounds. You and Uther have been training, strengthening your bodies and your minds for the coming fight that the Sandman foresees as the inevitable future. Copper, Spark, and Stas, you are among the few that have been assigned to aid Uther, along with a new face. Oh, oh is that me? Yes. Please introduce uh, yourself. Okay. Hi. Uh, should I introduce myself as myself or as my dog? And like say it to all of the other dogs. So you would be introducing yourself as a as your dog and introduce yourself to the other dogs. This is this is your first meeting. Okay. You have uh, to convince so them why before, they like you or why they should like you. It, it's because I am very friendly and quaint and soft spoken and who doesn't love people like that? So before you stands in this beautiful floral garden surrounded with animals, a beautiful, majestic, long haired golden retriever who raises a single paw to kind of one-handedly wave at you. This is Shmamala. I mean, Shmalahan. Uh, Shmalahan is a level six cleric. Snow just starts dying, by the way. Oh, uh, 
Selena, I don't mean to judge your naming preferences, but what kind of name is Schmalahan? It's no worse than Frodo Barkins. I, I, I suppose. I feel like I missed something. Snow leans over to Daniel. It's, it's for her brother. It's Galahan. Oh, no, that part I got. Oh, okay. It was the other name. Oh, that was a... Uh... Oh, oh, no, I just misspoke. The name The name is Schmalahan. No, no, no. It's not that. No? Uh, no? Just really quick, Daniel. There were some friends that we played with before when you were a werewolf. At, when you were at Werewolf College, I'm sorry. Yeah, you were really busy. Yeah, it was fun. Fun times. Well, we had a friend, Rhoda Barkins and Argus, but they're not here right now. Oh, so. That, does that mean Argus? Is, the copper's going to be sad. Argus will come back one day. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all of you have made some great sacrifices to come here to Dream Island. Just to clarify a few things. I know you all are thinking about your masters. I think. Maybe. I'm looking at you and you're looking at me. And I I think that there's a look of confusion. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to explain this. Y'all are good boys and good girls. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. Somewhat. Stas at this point, well, he's not owned by anyone, so... Maybe the Sandman or Uther adopted you. Well, it's okay. Hold on. I got this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dan. I made this so sad. <laughs> yes, no. This was supposed to be a happy cake filled with puppies. It's going to, it is filled with puppies. Hold on. I got this. Uh, whether or not you made, or uh, whether or not you told your master of your existence as an awakened one, you had to make a choice for the future of the world. And the choice you made required you to set aside your humble beginnings for something far greater. Perhaps one day you can return to be at their side, literally or metaphorically, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is implied through eye contact. Yes, Daniel and I are exchanging eye contact. Snow continues. But today, your pause will bring you on a journey of the utmost impotence. <laughs> I've been waiting to say this fun all day. <laughs> I can feel it deep down inside. <laughs> It hurts, but it's a good kind of pain. Ah, uh, yep, yep. All right. Yep, that happened. Okay, so all of you are going to make some perception checks for me, if uh, you wouldn't so, mind. So I, I roll this, um... You take the 20-sided polyhedral dice. So this dodecahedron? Die, yeah, this do- do- dodecahedron, and okay. you're going to roll that. All right. And then you see that thing that says perception on your paper? Yeah, uh, my, my dice said it too. Is that bad? Oh, Selena, that is that number. It's okay. So I, if I add these two things, that means I have a nine. Does that mean I win? You win everything. Oh, uh, uh, Snow. Uh, she, she, she won more than I did. <laughs> um, it's a total of a six, but uh, it, it is a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> what is everybody else's perception, please? Y'all suck. Wow, I take offense to that. This is my first time. I rolled a 19, and because I have proficiency in perception, I just add three for the proficiency bonus. Yep, plus your wisdom. Okay, so 25 total. Nice. Okay, I rolled a 14. Okay, don't worry. That's better. That's, that's, uh, that's not better than Selena or... Wilson, Selena's winning. Is it, is it like golf? Lower numbers are better? Selena, I'm going to be honest with you. That's an okay number. Oh. But it's not the best. Okay. I'll, I'll try and do better. Okay. So, 
everybody but Wilson and, I mean, Copper. Yeah, thanks. Gosh. <laughs> everyone, everybody but Copper and Schmalahan, who are both having a nice conversation with each other and just enjoying sniffing each other's butts because that's what dogs do. It's not a person thing. Everybody but them. You see that there are lots of different species of creatures that have been brought up on the beaches. They're actually coming through different portals that have opened up. You actually notice that there are a few, mainly dogs, that are leading them through these portals, as well as a cat or two here and there. You see familiar faces. There was a rat that seems to come through that you recognize Stas and Spark. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did too, Snow. Yeah, but you didn't Oh, pass. wait, that's right. I don't have the high enough perception. I'm very sorry, Snow. It's okay. Yeah, so you see the rat that was there from Nuspira coming through. Wait. Oh, dang it. I wouldn't see it. I was looking to see if Jack was back. Jack Black? Yes, Jack Black, the black cat. <laughs> uh, you, Jack Black? Unfortunately, you are busy sniffing butt. Understandable. One of my favorite pastimes. He's chasing tail. Chasing tail, sniffing butt, yeah. Some parts of the island, though, as you have been doing your patrols around the island, assisting Uther in this, you've noticed that the island seems to have some decay along the beaches, but towards the center of the island, everything seems to still be safe. The forest is healthy and lush and vibrant as ever. Stas, from all of his years of wandering and searching for his master, has become excellent at spotting things out. You notice, uh, as you are going around on the island, you see that Uther is walking in the maze garden with Sandy. And you see up in one of the trees, there is a parrot that's been on the island for a little bit with you guys named Polly, who is sitting up in a tree above them. And occasionally Polly hops to a different branch and begins rubbing his beak on it. But he's staying pretty much close to those two as they're walking in the garden. But you also notice that Uther, who is a young half-orc, not really young, he appears to be actually almost like a young adult. He appears to be agitated as he's talking with Sandy, the Sandman. And it seems that Sandy passes something to Uther. Also, yes, by the way, just a reminder, through all the years that our dear Stas was searching for his master, he had no memories of everything happening until he came to the island. By the way, I just want you to understand that when you initially said Sandy, I did not understand it was the Sandman. I imagined a squirrel in a space suit. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. So Stas, seeing this, is probably going to try approaching Sandy and Uther and Polly and seeing if there's anything he can perhaps do to assuage the conversation and not be so agitated. Uh, do you go by yourself or do you notify any of your other compatriots, party members? Uh, you said it was Spark with me and... Well, they're all kind everyone's of... Everyone's like, there. It's just only you and Spark noticed. I'll kind of like motion point with my snout at it and clue Spark in on it and I start walking over with him. I, I follow. I would like for Schmalahan yes. and Copper to make another perception check oh, to see sure. if you noticed your yeah, yeah, yeah. Aughty members. Sounds kind of British. Party members running off. Uh, significantly better. Uh, this time I got a 19. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, and uh, my total was an 18. Okay. You guys uh, eventually do notice that Stas and Spark are making their way away from you. Whoa, you like bacon? I like bacon too. 
Yeah, it, it, I, I like a, a lot of the cooked meats and then like when they're rolled up in their pigs and blankets because the bread's all kind of toasted. Point! <gasps> Look, over there. They're walking away. We should probably follow them. You point with your nose. Yeah. Okay. You know, like okay. beagles do. They like, yeah. like stand with one leg perched and like their tail straight and their Perfect. nose pointing in a direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that of I was course. on the same page. Yeah. I also imagine that you like like that as you start to charge after them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Do you follow after them, Schmalahan? Uh, I guess if Copper's leaving, the... yeah, if everyone's headed that way, fine. Okay, good, good. There we go. This is called a campaign. <laughs> Gosh, I feel so railroaded. It's not railroading if you choose to follow it. I feel so peer pressure. That, that might be true. I certainly know it's true. Nothing. <laughs> it's fine. We only have the, the room reserved for six hours, so if we're going to go play with puppies, we should probably hurry up. I'm I'm not going to tell her if you aren't. I'm just letting you know, guys. Like, What, yeah. that this that doesn't really have puppies and it's all about murder and soul-sucking witches? No. Okay, anyway, continuing on. <laughs> so, as you all get closer into the maze garden, which, as you go through, I need you all to make some perception checks. Again? Does yep. this happen all the time? No, but this <sighs> is basically advantage because you guys are going to be making your um, scent checks because you have to find your way through the maze to find them exactly. Dang it, I could have rolled four dice. And keep track of what the highest number is. Okay, luckily the first rolls were higher. 24. Ha, huh, second nerd, I got a 25. I rolled 16. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I got a 16 too. Good job. I'm glad Selena's having fun. Yes, good, have fun. All right, so you guys enter into the maze, and actually as you're entering in, you do catch some of the conversation going on with Uther and the Sandman. You also are able to find your way through pretty quickly, but the conversation we hear is rather interesting. Uther speaks up in his somewhat masculine voice because I cannot masculine voice, apparently. I, I try, but <laughs> I will do my best. I need to find her. If, if I keep waiting around on this island doing nothing, she's she's going to hurt more people. If I could just talk to her, I know that I could. The Sandman cuts him off. Uther. Wait, no, he's older. That's right. He's a lot older. He's a lot older. All right, there we go. Yes, he's crotchety. Kind of sounds like, um, yeah, what's his face? From Drogon Ball. Drogon Ball Z. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I gotta be sick and dying. <laughs> Uther, Uther, Uther. That's not dying enough. Uther. <laughs> That's dying too much. <laughs> Uther. She is far older and more conniving than you could imagine. <laughs> She tricked you and everyone around you. She is not the person you think she is. How do you know that for certain? When you've been around as long as I have and get to see the dreams of the denizens of this world, you'll learn that one man's dream is another man's nightmare. I have known her since the beginning, and I can confidently say that she cannot change. Did you ever even try? A sad look crosses his face. Sandy's face, by the way, just so you guys know if you didn't understand. Okay. <laughs> uh, a sad look crosses his face as he seems to be contemplating something. His eyes wander in your direction as he spots you. It appears that your friends have come to find you. Take some time to consider what I said. Now, off you go. Uther, Uther, 
Go there. Uh, he walks over to you rather hesitantly and a little annoyed. Uh, if you don't mind, can I run up to this the old guy? He looked sad. Sure, you could run up to the old guy. Uh, okay. I asked you through. What? What? What, what was? What's that? Were you asking? Were you? Were you talking about? What's going on? I, I do the Sheba dance. What's going on? It's good. Tell me. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> I can hey, imagine hey, this. What's going on? Uh, I can see that. Uh, the, the copper would join join Spark uh, and, and, and would be directly beside him, also doing the same thing. You hey, see, like hey. that anime sweat mark form on his face. Yeah. <laughs> as he's just okay. confused by what you're doing. By Roll way, doing diplomacy. In real life too. At advantage. Diplomacy doesn't exist in this game. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Get wrecked. I believe that's persuasion. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> Roll persuasion at advantage. Yeah. Please roll persuasion at advantage. I'm sorry. I've been actually GMing. Uh, I, I rolled 21. Uh, I got an 11. At advantage? Yeah. I don't have <laughs> persuasion. And I rolled a 9 and an 11. I don't know what you want oh, from no. me, Snow. Okay. you. One of you is counteracting the other a little bit hey, here. but hey, what's going? My Sheba dance isn't as good, to be fair, seeing as I'm a sheep. beagle. Yeah, it's true. So not as proficient in it. It's a, it's a beagle, beagle dance. Stas is just going to sit down next to them. Stas is being a good I'll boy. Callahan is following Sandy, uh, trying to be comforting uh, because she has the selfless and aidful trait. Oh, that's very sweet. She will be the, she will be resting there supportively, following him through the garden. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, for you boys, you good boys who decided to dance, Sheba dance. <laughs> yep. For Copper, your ears are flouncing about, getting in your way, and you actually stumble a little bit. Not really performing the Sheba dance as well as you could if you were actually a Sheba. Now, the Sheba of the group. That, that's a little racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's breedist. It's actually called breedist, a Sheba yes. dance for a reason. That, 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 that's fair. <laughs> Continue. Okay. All right. So, of course, the Spark being the professional at Sheba dancing because he's done this his entire life. He he actually tried to teach Copper at one point, I assume. You merely adopted okay. the Sheba dance. I was, I was born in it. You'll get, get, it. You get some. You'll get it someday. Oh, thanks, bud. Uther just leans down and pats you on the head, Spark. Uh, and then he gives a butt scratch to Copper. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh And then a head oh, pat. Yeah. To is this stop. Copper's back legs start itching? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have no idea. That's, that's a special place. <laughs> Not like that, Snow. God, such a dude <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I just thought it was a really funny way to say it. He just looks down and smiles a little half-heartedly. No, it's fine. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, it's nothing. Anyway, I'm going to go check on the houses in the back and see how everything's going back there. So he starts to walk off in that direction. But before you go, Holly in the trees above you kind of squawks down at you. Ah, say it again, say it again, Polly. Ah. Uh, say it again, Polly. Say it again, say it again, Polly. Ah. Say what again, Polly? You know that Polly tends to repeat things that she hears with a little bit of convincing. Oh, I, I, I see what you're doing here, Snow. Oh, hey, hey, Polly. Say it again, say it again, Polly. Wah! I I think Polly wants a cracker. I think Polly wants a cracker, too. Polly starts to dance. That is a safe assumption. She starts to do the bird dance, head bobbing up and down. Wait, but do, do any of us have a cracker? 
Uh, I checked my inventory. I mean, Snow, I am rather white, but I do not think I have <laughs> any bread or anything <laughs> in my inventory. Wilson. Oh, wait, wait. I have seeds. Don't, I don't, don't know what these seeds do, but I have where, seeds. Where did you get these seeds? I don't know. They've been in my, my, my inventory for years. Do it. Just do it. Wait, wouldn't they be, like, moldy? I, do, do seeds, seeds expire? Do seeds mold? Whatever they did, they don't do it anymore. Oh, dang it. They could have been magic seeds, Snow. They probably were, and I don't remember at this point. They weren't used. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm Wait, sorry. No, didn't he? He bought these in the first season at the village from the magic shop. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. Oh, I oh the, they did. They I might were, kill or the maybe bird. The, or the... Or he was, like, scammed or something and told they were magic beans, and he totally 100% bought them. I have the deck of cards still, too. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that deck of cards. I have the magic deck of cards. Oh, goodness. I don't know what this is. Oh, the memories. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I give him some seeds. I give the bird seeds. I have 10 seeds. So I'll just give them all this to the bird. All of them. I, okay. I uh, want them to be magic so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll for that. Imagine all the... Um, each seed has a separate magic effect. Oh, and you God. give them ten. <laughs> be beautiful. Okay. Say it again. Say it again, Polly. Ah! So Polly flies down where you place the seeds for her. And she starts to peck at them and crunch them in her beak. Takes her bottom... Bottom? Uh, bottom paw? Claw? Takes her claws and starts to, like, pull apart the seed and chews on it. I don't know. And nibbles on them for a little bit. You do notice after some time that her feather colors start to change. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Spark, where did you get those seeds? I, they were in my back. I, I don't know. I just dug around and I, I sniffed up some sne- seeds. I have a couple tendrils, too. You want those? <laughs> I, I don't know if I trust those. <laughs> they're a little they're a little smelly. Uh, yeah, that's not any better. You guys can make a persuasion for Polly to see if you can get her to tell you what she heard. Yeah, I'm not rolling that snow. My persuasion score is zero and I'm not proficient. I uh That's okay. I, I, I ask You roll with it. I ask uh, uh Polly what's go what what's up? What 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 is Polly here with the a persuasion check of twenty seven? Okay. Oh dang. Alright, alright. Time is running. Time is running. Ah! Brothers! Brothers! Ah, not ready! Not ready! Ah. Brothers! Your choice! Your choice! Do you hear that, guys? Time's time! Oh. There's time and feathers! Did he say father, feathers? Others? I heard, mothers? I heard feathers! I heard brothers! Say it again! Say it again! Party. We're ah. not giving you more seeds just because your pronunciation is bad! <laughs> <laughs> this is a scam! <laughs> I got scammed for my seeds! <laughs> Got scammed once buying these seeds and again accusing <laughs> them. Say it again, say it again, Polly. Did, did you, did, uh, Spark, did you give Polly all the seeds? I, I gave them all, but he only ate one, I think. Yeah, oh. she only ate one. Yeah, say it again. Bark, 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 bark. She picks up another seed. Bark, 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 bark. She picks up another seed and starts to eat it. Uh, you notice that her feathers change color again. Uh. Her green becomes yellow. Her actual yellow becomes pink. You guys, I think these were seeds of disguisement. Stas isn't going to say anything yet. Oh, really? I thought that's just what Polly did. I don't remember. I don't either. Say it again, Polly. But we just asked you to say it again. Hurry, hurry. Time is running. Time is running. Brothers. Brothers. Brothers? Not ready. Not ready. Brothers. Brothers. Your choice. 
Your choice. Definitely said brothers. What are the brothers? Whose brother? Mothers? Well, I mean, we know. Wait. Oh, wait, wait. Whoa. She tilts her head. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so listen here. Are the witches sisters? If the witches were sisters, maybe Sandy has brothers. And he's like the antithesis of the witches. So we have to find Sandy's long lost brother. Okay. Your choice. Or Uther's brothers. Yeah, I could have just been pulling that out of my butt. Like the hair that sometimes gets stuck in there. Ew. Right. So Polly just sits there, tilts her head, starts to scratch at her little eye. And then she tilts her head back to you. Say it again. Say it again, Polly. No, <laughs> we, we, we heard it, dumb bird. Give us our seeds back. <laughs> she poops and then flies away <laughs> on the seeds. Ah. Oh, oh. Wow. Hey, hey, Spark, I think those are yours. Uh, I'm good. I dig a hole and, and push the seeds in. Who knows? Maybe a multicolored tree will grow here. I guess we'll find out in season four. Or an invisible one. Snow looks precariously at Dice Roll. When you cover the seeds back up, you do notice that there seems to be a strange scent that fills the air for a short time. What? Mm, brownies. What kind of scent are you talking about? It doesn't smell bad. It's just, it, it's different. different. It kind of reminds you of the scent of the old man, Sandy. Okay, so it smells like old people. Old seeds. No. It's not quite like old people. It's a scent that he has about him. Something that also Uther has. Is it oh, magic? It's magic. Oh. <gasps> oh. Wait, bad, wait, we can smell magic? Snow, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> No, I didn't. it's magic. It's it, it's very pervasive when it's used. Interesting. It's pervasive, but this is like one of the few times that you can actually smell it. Sometimes on this island, especially. So is magic like farting then? <laughs> yeah, whenever you use it, a little comes out. I'm going to leave you guys with that thought. <laughs> and I'm going to go over to where Selena oh, is. Oh, thank you. I was kind of patiently waiting. I'm very proud of you. So the Sandman... Or Sandy, as everyone has been calling him, is just walking through his garden and he sits down at a small table where there seems to be a teacup and a teapot, which he then levitates and pours tea for himself. Uh, I would walk directly up, no concern for personal boundaries, and just rest my head on his leg and look up at him wantingly. Oh, it is good to see hello, my dear. And he pats you on the head. Why are you over here not spending time with your... Compatriots? I think that's the joke. Uh, because they they all were happy, but you were sad. And it's it's my job to bring joy and happiness to people. That's what I did back at the hospital and the church. Interesting. Um, he looks a little confused about your use of words. Oh, ew, I... oh wait, Snow, am I not supposed to say hospital? Do they not have those? They... You say no, medical ward? They have something somewhat akin to hospitals, but it would be more of just like the doctor's house or the church, like those kind of places would have it. Yeah, you're fine. You're uh, fine. Well, I'm just saying so, he's, sorry about this. He's okay. He's just a little confused. Well, I'm a little confused too because I don't know what I'm supposed to say now. It's okay. It's okay. You're good. You're good. All right. So he just pats you on the head and he looks at you. I'm all right, my girl. You can return to your friends. Okay, well, if you ever need to snuggle, I've been told that though I am large, I am a great lapdog. He laughs at that. She would nod and be happy that he was smiling and laughing, and then she would feel like she has accomplished her mission and go and rejoin everyone else. Interesting. All right, good, good, good. Excellent. So you go back and you join up with your 
compatriots as they are bearing some seeds and you catch a whiff of something in the air. Something that reminds you of the old man and like a fart in the wind? Like a sweeter fart in the wind. I didn't know farts were sweets now. <laughs> must be something he eats. What are, what are you eating that you have sweet farts? <laughs> What's on this island that, you can, that he eats? Something that makes his farts sweet. Actually, you guys do know that he usually eats things like berries, and he seems to be more of a vegetarian than anything. Yeah, I like meat. So do I. So does Uther. He's all, you, you've all had this complaint uh, go on for a while. So, anyway, what do you guys do? You see that around you, uh, you are actually towards the center of the island where the dream or the Tower of Dreams happens to be. And you know that in the back that there is a small, air quote, village being established for the Awakened Ones that live on the land and small farms and whatnot because they're more established as a society at this point. (laughs) And you know that on the beaches that there are some animals still coming through the portals or Awakened Ones. Uh, I would go to see if anyone needed help doing anything. Anything at all. Doesn't matter, big or small. All right. Well, how about this? Why don't you all make a perception for me? See what you see. Yeah, that's an eight, Snow. Uh, I get a 16. I rolled a 14. I have a 23 total. Okay. Copper. Yeah. Butt sniffs. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm trying to get that one hair that's really stuck in there. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even. Then it's butt scratches. You start scooting across the ground. Yep. Yep. I leave a little uh, trail behind me. It's a little brown. On the dirt, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody else, you think maybe it's a good time to go on a short patrol and maybe follow along where after Uther was. So you do make a little bit of a round, although one of you has to pull Copper behind you because he's leaving a <laughs> treadmark on the trail yeah. that you blaze. Well, how are we going to find our way back? With the paw prints that you leave behind. But don't worry, the island is relatively large and it can actually house a lot of animals. But as you guys are going through, you do notice that there is a somewhat new chestnut-colored mare with a long mane and tail that is actually just grazing in one of the nearby fields, or actually in the forest, in the nearby forest. And you notice that she has a brand on her hindquarters that's crossed out with a newer burn mark. There are horses, too. You also see an old-looking turtle who's making his way across the path. Actually, across the path that you guys are walking towards. And he turns and he looks at you. Dick Nibbit, you damn our kids. You're getting in my way. Off with you. Off with you. And he slowly makes his way across the road. And he's screaming profanities at you as he goes. I, I growl lowly. I would, like to, I, I would like to go and help the old man cross the street. I'm sorry for any inconvenience, Mr. Turtle. Is there anything I could help you with? Call me Mr. Herbert. All right, Mr. Herbert, that's a lovely name. You can see that Mr. Herbert, the turtle, has a lot of cracks in his shell that kind of line along the backside of it. And so he doesn't really make any complaint about you helping walk him across the street. Uh, how, how big is he? He is actually the size of a box turtle. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a small boy. Uh, if you would like, I, I I could just carry you across. Don't you baby pick me up. I'm fine. Don't pick me up. I'm good. Are you sure? He, like, is moving the, his one leg to the length of that word you just used and, like, puts it down at the end of it, and that's how fast he's moving. All right, sir. I will respect you. If you would like, I don't have to pick you up. I can put you on something and then, like, drag you across. How many times do I have to tell you? I don't need help. I'm good. Leave me alone. All right, I'm going to help you. 
Now that, that is dedication. That's not a, <laughs> a mean old turtle. Even in the face of adversity. Polly flies overhead. Mean turtle! Mean turtle! Say it again! Say it again, Polly! <laughs> mean turtle? <sighs> She's gonna keep doing that, isn't she? You know, sometimes people have a hard shell around their heart, too. And you just have to love them enough to break through. Love breakthrough! Love breakthrough! <laughs> Amen to that. Say it again, Polly. <laughs> Say it again, Polly. Say it again. <laughs> so Polly's flying overhead, repeating and repeating and repeating. Schmalahan, you try to help Mr. Herbert. He gives you a lot of nasty words in return. How do you get him across? What? Oh, I, he doesn't want to be picked up, so I'd probably just walk beside him. Uh, let, let me check, Snow. I think I have access to spells. I don't know if any of them will be useful, though. He starts rambling on about things like, you're sleeping, you're dead, soldier. March on. And he keeps talking about things like in a military fashion, like he was in some kind of really, really weird war. Yeah, I don't have any spells that help. All of them heal. That's okay. You're fine. Eventually, Mr. Herbert makes his way to the other side of the road, screaming profanities and occasionally just screaming in general for no reason. All right, Mr. Herbert, have a great day. Well, he was nice. We just waited for 15 minutes for a turtle to cross the road. Yes, we did. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. But that's my good deed. So are we just going to help turtles cross the road all day? Oh, uh, well, I, I, I don't think I see any more turtles that need road crossing, but maybe there's something else we can do to help. A fawn frolics across the grass in the maze and then hops over the maze walls and back into the forest. <coughs> Point. Guys, did you see that? The fawn, yes. I thought it was a frog. A frog? I heard fawn. Uh, I don't know what I heard. Snow, what did you say? It was a fawn. Oh, like a deer? Okay, those are cute. Mm Mm-hmm, a fawn. Frolics. Oh. Not frog? Froglicks? Frolics, I'm sorry. Anyway, yes. But you see a myriad of other creatures until you finally reach into the back area where there are these small, tiny... Wait, small and tiny. These small, little... God. That, that, that's still redundant. Small. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying. There are these small huts, very basic, very much like dog houses in the back area where you see actually a good dozen of them. And you see several animals have decided to take shelter there. But yes, you see Uther back there. He is helping some of the other animals get situated. But alas, time is short. Are those wardrobes? No. Why is there this deep, mournful cello playing? Ah, well, because not too long later, while you guys are just meandering your way into the foresty area, a portal nearby opens up. It's one of the ones that you guys came through in season two that's actually closest to the tower. And you see as Bones comes running in in a very excitable state. And he, as he comes running in, he actually is looking around frantically and he spots you <gasps> all. Oh. You all. For a moment, I thought you meant like an actual skeleton. No, I meant Davy Boreana's bones. What, what are you talking about? <gasps> bones. You got it? No, no, no. I, all of you come inside. What? Yeah. Hmm? Who? Oh, where? Um, um, yeah, yeah, okay. Uther. Uther and the party, whatever you guys are actually called. Come on inside. We need to talk. I, I, I go to look to assist the man because he looks panicked. He he does look panicked. Oh, I just want to know if he has any bones. Do you, does he have bones yet? Does he have bones? I've had bones my entire life. I, I really don't understand. But they're they're buried. 
They're buried under your skin. Where's the oh, bone? Wait, does that mean you can give us some? I'm really hungry. Where, where's the Sandman? Uh, oh, uh, last time I saw he was sitting in a chair drinking tea in the maze. All right. Uh, I'll meet you guys inside the tower. The where? Snow, I need some context There's for this. There's a tower. Don't oh, worry. Okay. It's the Tower of Dreams. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take you there, Selena. Uh, Copper starts walking, running in that direction very hurriedly because Bones looks hurried and Copper thinks if he's a good boy and gets there quickly, he might get Bones. <laughs> okay. Flawless logic. Where's the Bones? We have, we have Bones at the tower? Yeah, Bones at tower. Let's go. Stas also starts running with them. Perfect, perfect. So, perfect. you guys make your way towards the Tower of Dreams and you get up to the door where you see a familiar combination lock. All right, I got this. Uh, zero, 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 zero. That's what my, my locker was in, in at school. No, no. Um, Selena. Yeah? You have to beat the door in a game of tic-tac-toe. Wait, what? It sounds so <laughs> stupid. Who wrote that? Not me. I oh. guess. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Who, who's taking it on this time, guys? It'll just be a simple roll this time. Oh, I wanted to play tic-tac-toe. Oh, you want me to actually play tic-tac-toe yeah, fight against me. you? Like, I don't, I don't have a let's, way to... Let's see how many times it takes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do we just roll for yeah, it? Yeah, you'll be rolling for it against me. The spark. Uh, the clerk Ken, wouldn't spark have something because he's a rogue? Hey, I have thieves tools. <laughs> what do you roll with thieves I tools? I don't, I, I don't know either. Stas is going to roll for the tic-tac-toe thing. Is okay, it like... it's just an intelligence-based thing, so you're just going to add your intelligence mod. I rolled dice. Yeah, so did I. What do I do with them? What's your number? Uh, 17 total. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he can do it. Okay. Stas, on your first run, you lose against the door. Roll again. Mm, 19 total. So, initially, the door actually was installed with a uh, new feature in the past uh, several months where there was actually a laughing feature if you lost installed. The door was laughing maniacally initially. That's really mean. But then the door stopped laughing when you got the combination correct and it started to cry. The door opens and you open the first door into the first floor of the Tower of Dreams. And it leads down a long hallway where there's a door at the end, and there are arm sconces on the wall holding torches. But this place looks ominous. Why are there, like, severed hands holding lights? As you walk inside, the hands actually move in the direction that you're oh, moving. Oh, well, that's really spooky. No, that's normal. So, no, this mu- music is befitting. Yeah, you get used to it. Oh, wait, you're right. We need to take Selena through the entire tower. Uh, no, 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 we really don't. We're just going to jiggle the handle. Let's start opening the doors. Jiggle the handle, do it. Uh, Who's going to roll against me? Can I roll sleight of hand? Yeah, you can use sleight of hand against the door handle. I roll a 16. Rah, rah, re. Kick him in the knee. That's the second crit in a row I've rolled against <laughs> you guys. Is that good or bad, Snow? Well, the door wins, and as you, the door opens, you find yourselves opening a door into a very hot, arid oh, desert. Oh, I hate this door. I close the door. Oh, hey, just be glad it's just be glad it's not the giant killer octopus. I slammed the door closed. Roll again. Uh, 26. Curses. You guys the, have been here for too long. The door curses? <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys have been here for way too long. You now know how to jiggle the handle way too well. I can't get you trapped in the room with the octopus. <laughs> because I was concerned that the door curses, I sprinkle holy water on it as I leave. <laughs> the door screams in agony. <gasps> this door's evil! Guys, we have to kill it before it harms someone! The door then starts to laugh. Oh. <laughs> I think the door was playing a trick on you. Watch your mouth, you... you... barrier. Door? Yeah, that thing. Door. It is a door. Yeah. 
You should be kind and not laugh at people. It might hurt their feelings. It laughs harder. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm not a paladin, so I can't smite you. I, I How cast... can you roll up your sleeves? You're a dog. I, I, I roll up my fur. <laughs> that is a disturbing image. It's very cartoon-like. Uh, and that's scary. Uh, I, I, I cast Hole of the Dead. I point, does this door count as a creature? It's laughing, so it has to be living, right? No. No? It's, uh, it's magically enchanted. All right. It's organic matter. Fine. I pee on it. You have to squat. That's fine. Okay, so you, you go over to the door, and then you start to... I, I, I put my four paws on the door, <laughs> angle it <laughs> towards it, and I urinate on the door to teach it a lesson. All four. No, no, just the four paws. Oh, no, the, the front paws. The, oh, Those okay. are the four paws, not the, the back paws. paws. Those are the hind paws. Initially, the door was laughing, and then it, it was going... On. Uh, 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 uh. Huh? And it gets really confused. And then it starts to scream <laughs> in anger. Uh, I feel relieved now. Bones comes rushing in, and the door kind of like swings wide open as you're peeing on it. I pee on it. Oh, I hope I don't hit Bones. No, Bones hits you oh. with the door, and that, you get swung fine. a little bit, but it, it, he does like thunk into it. Okay. It's because your body weights against it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what is. What the door's is, taunting us. I, I'm sorry, I had to teach the door out. Yeah, the door was being mean. I had to teach it a lesson. He just pauses. You mean the new security feature? Why Why, why is the security against us? We live here. Big mini poo-poo face. Also, that's a really bad security system if four meatheads without <laughs> thumbs can break in. You guys have been here for a while. The Sandman starts to laugh. Oh, oh, oh. oh I love that door so much. I'm going to make another one. Wait, at least teach it to have better manners. Young lady... You peed on my floor. No, I peed on your door. There's a difference. That's the, it's, it's dribbling onto the floor. <laughs> well, that's not my fault that the door doesn't just hold it in like a man. <laughs> Stas is going to pause and have a very confused look on his brow, face, <laughs> muzzle thing. That's right. I said what we were all thinking. Anyway, why are we being brought in here? Sandy, you might want to sit down. And he actually, you guys are in the Sandman's room where you guys usually meet because that is like one of the only safe places in the entire Tower of Dreams for you to visit. Bones leads Sandy over to a place to sit by his fireplace in his nice cozy chair. And he pulls up a chair himself. Oh, I go and lay down by the fireplace. Okay. Do you, what, what do you all do? Uh, Stas is going to sit between Sandy and Bones. I, I sit directly next to the Sandman. Okay, so, Selena, you go over and you sit right by the Sandman. Yeah, I want to make sure that he's safe, especially if he gets startling news. He's a really old individual. It might give him a heart attack, quite literally. Just in case, I'm going to have all of my cure spells ready to cast on anyone. All right, so I've been doing some reconnaissance around on the mainland, as you know, gathering as much information as I can on what's going on. And, well, I have some somewhat good news, somewhat bad news, and I just wanted to let you know I've been seeing an increase in Dream Eater activity in the local regions. Ah, Dream Eaters. I still have some tendrils. Uh, does anyone want to fill me in? What? There's Dream Eaters, and, and they're horrible and awful, and fighting themselves. A, 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 a what? Uh, oh, okay. Well, why don't we just, like, ask them to nicely stop being mean? Um, As we hear a heavy sigh from stars. <laughs> a 
controlled heavy sigh from Stas. He looks over and says, that's just, no, it's not going to work. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, how do we stop them? They're, it sounds like you said they were, well, I mean, kind of indicative by their names, eating people's dreams, which generally is a bad thing. Yeah, very, very bad. So what, what, what do we do to help these people? Bones looks at you and he says, well, I'm hoping that we're able to figure this out soon, but thankfully we're not seeing an increase in the number of nightmare fever cases. It's actually been decreasing. I'm not really sure why. Well, at least it's decreasing, and that's what matters. Yeah, I guess that's good news, but people still have their dreams being consumed, so we should probably address that. He also says, after that, there's also reports of children going missing oh. in several villages oh, and settlements. Oh. And again, I don't know if it's tied to the witches. No, oh, that's not good. They could be eating their souls, cooking them in cauldrons, making them into stew or pie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bones just looks at you. I can't tell if you're more concerned about them being cooked or being eaten in general. I, I don't know, but I was talking about food and now I'm hungry. <laughs> Th- there's food over there. You you can Cut. just go and eat it. And he gestures over to the corner of the room. Got any bones? <sighs> he sighs and throws you a bone from yes, his pocket. it worked. You guys can make a perception. I rolled. With one single swipe of my hand, I performed a statistical anomaly. And I have struck the one in 400th chance. Both of my test rolls were 10. So that is a... Uh, I, I have a 17. Uh, uh, and I've got a 15. I, I rolled 18. I rolled a 25. Okay. You all notice that Uther stiffens when he hears the news about the children. The Sandman does similarly, but he seems to fiddle with his hands while listening. But what, what are we going to do? They're missing kids. You guys can make an insight check if you would like. I, of course. Uh, ten. Three. Twenty-five. Tell me how they feel. Wilson, uh, do you want to uh, check? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm eating a bone. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> preoccupied. Very, got it, got it, got it. Um, so. Also, I don't have insight, so. The boys. I don't either. Do feel that that is a reasonable reaction for anybody to have. Children being eaten, how that is terrible. It's an awful thing for that to even happen. Selena, Schmalahan. Yeah? Feels... It's more so that he's... Which he? There were two he's mentioned. Uh, I'm talking about the Sandman. It seems that for the Sandman, he seems to be less surprised about the information compared to Uther, who is both upset and bewildered about it. It seems that he's holding something back as if there was some other information there that he knew and he was waiting for it, but it still bothered him nonetheless. Oh, I was trying to figure out, like, like insight. Like, I figured it, I could use my insight to, like, read their minds if I rolled high enough so I could figure out what no. we're going to do about it. So, insight is kind of like our skill ability in the game that we play. It's called sense motive. Oh, it's yeah, but very I similar. Know, but I, 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 Sandman, it seems like you know something. What, what, are we, what are we doing? I can't stand for this. I was told that there were going to be cute puppies in this room. There are no puppies. And there seems to be kids in danger. And I'm very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this wasn't a good idea, guys. Well, you could sit for it. I could sit for it. I, I sit for it. Okay. And I, I, I harumph, and I won't have an answer. All right. So if you would like to get information from the Sandman, you could make a persuasion. persuasion. Yeah. 21. Okay. I harumph adorably and egg him on. Wow. You just beat my DC check. That's right. I did. Hiya. Really nice. Good job. Okay. <laughs> so the Sandman looks at you. 
and he seems to think for a very long moment, and then he sighs. There's so much that I could say, and so much I guess I owe you at this point. So, as you know, there are three of the witches, and, well, you've already met the first two, Iris. At which um, Uther stiffens a little bit, and he looks uncomfortable. Her power is derived from obtaining the souls of humanoid creatures that she collects with her dream eaters. She would be the closest with the fallen one, as she's the one that enjoys watching, and he tries to choose his words somewhat carefully here, innocent become corrupted souls so she can turn them over to him. Who? Who him? You said him. The fallen. The who? The fallen. The what? The fallen. Okay, can I have a little bit more context about what that is? The fallen is the ruler of the demon realm. Oh, that sounds really sinister and like we should like cleanse that. Well, that is not within my power. That time will come one day, but not 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 today. The best way to explain it is that a long time ago, the witches decided that they needed more. They sold their souls for power to the fallen, and he gives them power in exchange for whatever they give to him. For Iris specifically, it is the souls of corrupted humanoid creatures. The second of the witches, her name is Gladys. Snow, are you talking about, like, the person that Sal has a crush on? Daniel cannot help but kind of stifle one of his laughs. I don't know who this Snow is, but all right. Oh, okay. I guess I'm being forced to re- talk in character. Uh, <laughs> this bone is good. Well, Gladys is one whose power comes from. He looks very d- just sad. Devouring children. She enjoys preying upon those who are weaker than she, and for that, she is abnormally strong. Frighteningly so. It took a lot for us to be able to seal her away. And then there is the third, which thankfully has not come to light. Her name is Anemone. Like a sea anemone? Honestly, I'm not sure what her power is, unless it's... And, and don't don't take this the wrong way, but unless it's being absolutely abhorrently ugly, ugly. there's there's nothing <laughs> else there. She, she no, she got the short end of the deal, um, uh, short end of the stick, as they say, uh, making a deal with the fallen. And again, I don't know what she gets pleasure from. Uh, maybe it's from people vomiting at the sight of her, eating people. It, it, honestly, she's. Uh, the least of the concerns, the only issue is when they all come together, that their power is complete. What happens then? Well, then we fall into a new dark age. Oh, yeah, uh, that doesn't sound good. I don't like the dark. Yeah, that's, uh... But that's also, like, immensely vague. Yeah, it was eventually, it was an immensely vague time, I mean. You got one who's super strong, one who likes nightmares, and one who's just, <laughs> gosh, darn ugly. <laughs> She just looks bad. Uh, Everyone cowers in fear in front of her and just obeys her orders so they don't have to look at her anymore. I mean, it sounds like the other two are already around, so the question is how do we stop the ugly from arising? (laughs) How do we stop the ugly? I mean, it's not like she spreads. (laughs) Is she like the Midas touch? Like anything she touches also becomes hideous? No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's more like when the problem becomes when she looks at people and they just drop dead in the streets. Oh, that does sound bad. 
So yeah, they're so horrified of her appearance, they die. All right, so uh, we we gotta stop the big ugly. Stas looks at Sandy and goes, "Is making people die perhaps her power?" I mean, that's part of it, but again, like it's mainly that she's just. Is this is it? So it it's like the exact opposite of drop dead gorgeous. It's literally <laughs> drop dead ugly. And then you just see bones. Anyway, besides the fact that the third witch is drop dead ugly. I feel like that's a really big pack, though. I really hope she hasn't been released from the seal. I've been hearing some things from some of the locals of the mainland, saying that they've spotted a hideously dark, large, malformed creature in the forest, and they described it as something birthed out of a nightmare, wandering at night, howling and screaming. We were told that when it, you look at it, you die, so couldn't they not have seen it? Or else they would be dead, because she's so ugly. Well, the other issue is that when it's been seen in the forest, that's when the children disappear. Oh, so it's kind of like a calling card? Well, does, doesn't that sound more like Gladys then? Because she was told to be really big and scary and that she eats children. I mean, it could be, but I can't say for certain because I haven't seen it myself, but all signs are pointing well, I mean, to that. the question it still is... There are people corrupting innocent and eating children and just plain being ugly and they need to be stopped. How do we do it? Being plain ugly is like the worst crime of all. That's why I saved the best for last. That is a fashion crime. (laughs) The sad man sighs heavily and you can see Uther over in the corner. He seems to be extremely disturbed by everything he's hearing and he actually stands up from his seat and he's also saying, well, what what can we do? How do we stop this? Yeah. How do we stop Iris? And he is just looking at all of you until the Sandman finally speaks up. There are several options that we have for you. One happens. Well, destroying them proved to be rather difficult, which is why we sealed them away rather than destroy them. We hoped one day to find a way to release them from their contract. Well, if we kill the fallen... Wouldn't that break the contract? If you try to kill the fallen, you will die in the process. I will smite him with my adorable golden retriever because she's a good girl, Snow. You don't understand. She'll take on the world. Unfortunately, it is not a possibility at this point. (laughs) And he starts to cough. He looks up again. You know that I'm running out of time, which is why I had you bring me Uther. Time? You're the time man. It's Just make more. I'm not the time man. He's the, the, the sleepy dream man. I do sleepy. I do the sleepy. Which I guess can be confusing because he uses sand and that puts people to sleep, but sand is also used to track time. It's been going on like this for years. I understand. Well, beside that, there are three artifacts that we use to seal them. Perhaps we can try again. Yeah, but didn't that not work so well the last time? Well, it just so happens that the other two that were around to seal them aren't around anymore. I am the last. So the seal that was supposed to last for as long as we lasted is breaking because we aren't lasting anymore. But then who else will seal them? He just looks at all of you. Hey, hey, wait a minute. We're dogs. We don't last as long as you. Yes, I was about to say, I don't mean to break your heart, but not all dogs live forever. Wait, that's not true. Uh, we can <laughs> just like... <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Wilson, dogs live forever. Yeah, we're immortal, right? So, like, dogs can't die, so we should we should totally seal them. On the farm, yes, they live forever on the farm. Yeah. Yep, Farmer Jenkins' farm. 
Uther speaks up. Do we need to find more apprentices or... No, no. Sandman speaks back up. There's no time. At this point, I'm just hoping that we can possibly send one of them to another dimension to keep them out for longer. I vote the ugly one. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be the most easiest to do it, too. She's already sealed still. This is true. We are very fortunate that they have not released... And then we won't have to look at her. Bones does speak up. Actually, uh, I think they're getting closer to finding the third one. Well, you sealed her away, Sandy, so do we know where she is? I didn't seal the third one. I thought you did it, like, all collectively, so... The second one we did together. The second one seal was the strongest to hold her back. So, would your dead brother know where it is? So, do we have, like, a loose idea where the third one is locked up? Did the person who helped you write it down anywhere? He sighs. Only the fisherman knows where he put her. The what? Fisher who? The fisherman. What? Why did a fisherman hide an ugly lady? There were three of us. A, a fisherman, a person who sleeps a lot. The, the third one must be a real catch. <laughs> the Mountain King. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. slow down. We put on the same level someone who takes a lot of naps, a fisherman, and someone who's literally the king of a mountain? These three are not very equivalent. <laughs> he just looks at you. They are my brothers. Wow, you all took, like, very different life choices. That's because we all have very different abilities. Yeah, like, one catches fish. Is Alice good at fishing? Well, not anymore. He was, but... Where does he reside? I I think he already mentioned that he died, so he he resides in the ground? You just see the Sandman's face just go from, like, neutral to, like, very depressed. Or maybe they, like threw him in the water where he fishes and he's just like at the bottom of the lake literally sleeping with the fishes. Well, I can't swim like that. How do we get down there? Well, Sandy, did he ever write where he kept her? The really ugly lady? Or did he also want to forget about it? Well, each of them would have a place where they would keep their notes and their artifacts. We typically did not visit each other after the entire ordeal. I know the Mountain King kept his place back over near the mountainside. There was a lake there, if I remember correctly. A small lake. Did the fishermen fish there? Is that why you're mentioning it? No, um, that is where my brother kept his scepter. Why why do we care about the Mountain King scepter? I thought we were looking for the fisherman's notes. The scepter is what was used to make the earthen seal for the second sister. And then you have my chalice of dreams. And then my other brother's rod of torrents. Ah, yes. If you just apply enough water pressure, we'll wash away the ugly. (laughs) Is that what happened? Is she just stuck in like an indefinite whirlpool that just drags her down to the bottom of a lake? Honestly, I don't know. You need good hygiene. Bones just speaks up. Actually, I'm getting pretty close to finding her myself. Well, that might be because they're also getting close. Uh, well. Well, we need to find her before they do, so. Sandman speaks up. I don't think they'll be breaking that seal anytime soon. It probably took all of Iris's power just to break the second seal. So would it be better to find the third sister or seal the other two away again? Because you said you think you know where the sealing scepter is. There are two options that you have. If you go to find the third sister, you're going to need to strengthen the seal. And thus you'll have to find the Rod of Torrents anyway. We thought we were trying to cast her out, not seal the seal, seal. You can... Oh, God. 
hate you so much. Why? Because <laughs> I'm trying to That's word so this. That's so mean, Snow. <laughs> I'm just trying to play a game with dogs, and I heard the children are in danger. You can try, but like I said, I am hopeful that there is a way to break this contract between them and this fallen one. Oh, so maybe like not casting them into an endless void, because then we couldn't really do that because they're gone forever. Which is why we didn't do it the first time. Sending them far away is our last resort. Yeah, I guess that is kind of mean, so... All right, well, it sounds like Snow wants us to go to the Mountain King's place. No, actually, you can go to wherever you... Yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty railroaded, so I feel like we got to go to this lake by the Mountain King's place. There is also, uh, well, potentially, my brother liked to spend some time near the ocean side... I believe there might have been a cave there. Oh, well, for clarification, which brother? Oh, the fisherman. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is if we find that cave, we might find some clues as to where the third sister would be. But it sounds like he wants us to go get the magic sealing scepter first. That way, when we go and investigate yes. the cave, just in case we do run into any evil, ugly, soul-stealing, children-eating witches, we can just, like... The Rod of Torrens is used for stealing though it is oh. a different type of seal. The other two also provide their own form of sealing. For example, my Chalice of Dreams is for sleep. If we get all three together, can we make some big super seal? That is what the second one did. Oh. Shouldn't we just get the second one then? Especially just in case we run into Gladys. I hear she's a heartbreaker. The second seal that was used on Gladys was made using all of the artifacts together. So it doesn't work without all three of them? You could not make a strong seal without all three. So, unless you're also, even if we got it and then found the torrent one, unless you're also there with the chalice, it's useless? It's not useless. It, it just doesn't hold as long. Oh, so, even with just two of them, it'll still be useful. It would still be useful. Uh, guys, what do you think we should do? Um, hmm. Let's go to the mountain. I, I was voting mountain. Uh, what, what do you say, Stas? I guess the mountain. Still got to figure out how to get to the bottom of that lake, but... You know. Yeah, we can think about that on our way to the mountain. Maybe something we find up there will help getting down to the bottom of the lake. Oh, um, the lake was just there. That was just saying that was the scenic aspect. His castle is actually right. Wait, he had a castle? The fisherman had a castle. Overlooking wait, the lake. Wait, oh, wait, yeah, why are we just now hearing about this castle? I said he was residing by a small lake that was there. Well, why would He's he the even... mountain king. Where is he going to reside? I don't In know. the lake? I you mentioned that and not a giant castle. Do you think he keeps the scepter in the castle and not the lake? Where would you keep a scepter? I thought he was under the mountain. Like, isn't that the point of a mountain king? He has a castle. There's a mountain. There's a lake. What? What? Why are you even mentioning the lake? If so, there's a castle. I was just saying, there's a large mountain. The lake is nearby. Do we have to cross the lake to get there? No, there's a lake nearby the mountain. Oh, does the lake okay, even do anything? Sandy. Sandy, Sandy, <laughs> is the scepter in the castle or is it in the lake? How do it, it would be in the castle, I assume, because that's where I would keep it if I was going to live there. Okay. Dude, Thanks. Yeah, but I heard a, what if he kept it in the what mountain? What if he kept it in the lake? <laughs> Snow just looks so frustrated <laughs> sitting at the table. What if there's she's... a lady living in the lake and she's supposed to guard the scepter for a chosen one? I think Ooh. that's copyrighted. I do like my ladies and lakes. <laughs> Sandy! What? Stop thinking about white I, women. I also like escorts. These are all nice <laughs> things that we can have. Well, I will escort you to helping us find more information. I'm staying right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're not going to find any lady lake. 
Yeah. Lady ladies. Lady ladies. Lady ladies. Ah. All right. So you've decided to go to the mountain. That's great. Finally, we've come to a conclusion. Well, that's what we're trying to do. Snow just slams her head on the table for like five seconds. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Snow. <laughs> it's just like you were talking about lakes and castles, and it made me think of the story of King Arthur and how there's a lady in the lake and that she had a magic sword. Maybe we're but supposed I to get the. But I said that there was a mountain. I was like, oh yeah. And by the way, his home was by a lake near the mountain. Yeah, but you didn't mention the castle. I, his home was <laughs> by a lake near the mountain. Wait. So the Mountain King's castle isn't in the mountain, it's by the lake? No, there's a lake directly by the mountain. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a lot of mixed signals here. Wait, is, is the lake next to the mountain or is it in the mountain? The, the lake is directly next to the mountain. And the castle is, is next direct- to the lake. The ca- <laughs> is it in the mountain, beside the mountain, under the mountain? Is, it, is a, a castle between the mountain and the lake? It's the mountain, Oh, guys. so it's a, a castle. Wait, this castle's built oh, so in the mountain? so it is in the mountain. <laughs> It's it's in the mountain. It's, yeah, it's a little bit like in the mountain. I'm sorry. We're going to Airborne, you guys. Uh, 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 okay. Okay, so. By the way, does anyone have any giant eagles? Uh, I can ask a butterfly. <laughs> well, I was going to give you access to the portal, but if you have eagles, that's fine. Oh, I, I said I could ask a butterfly. I a portal? Wait, wait a minute. A portal? Yeah, I think the portal sounds a little bit faster. I like the I like the portal. I don't want to have to be waiting at the top of a tower with with a uh, battle of wits with some giant old wizard who might be threatening to send me to my death. That I'm trying to stop some <laughs> evil giant force and have to wait for a butterfly to go get eagles. That sounds like a whole big book. That sounds like a that sounds that sounds like a a night terror. You should write a story about that. You'd make billions. Uther just looks around and looks really confused. Wait, hold on. Just to clarify, mountain, castle, lake, right? Just to clarify, I think we're being told to go to the castle that's in the mountain because the lake is useless and mostly just a superfluous textual detail about scenery description. But the actual important part is the fact that there is a forgotten castle built in the mountain that was neglected to be mentioned until later in the conversation. There's a scepter in the mountain castle. We're going to the mountain lake castle. I, I, I understand that. I'm just... Yeah, that's where we're going. How did you guys get confused? Because then you confused me by getting confused. I don't know. I was talking about butterflies. Stas is just going to slide onto the ground and put his paws over his eyes. Very frustrated. (laughs) Let's go to the mountain castle like you guys. The Sandman speaks up. All right, Uther, please take them. Not Uther. Um, Uther, you don't know how, you don't know where half the stuff is yet. Uh, Um, he just looks down shamefully. (laughs) It's okay, Uther. You're a good boy. I don't. I'm older than you in dog years. Don't sass me, young man. He quiets down immediately afterwards. He doesn't say anything in response. But he's, he's thinking about it. He's contemplating. So Sandman basically tells Bones to take you guys to get outfitted for this upcoming adventure. All right. So you guys do the door thing again. Hold on. Let's see if there's any special places you get taken to. All right. Uh, the first time that he attempts to open the door, the black tentacles shoot out. Then he closes it really quickly. <sighs> I will never get used to this door system. The door starts to laugh maniacally or that. But eventually you guys do make your way into the small armory area that you've been in before. There are a variety of weapons and armor pieces in the room. And Bones just looks at you all and he says, All right, pick what you need. Standard weapons. Everything in here is magically enchanted as a plus one 
to your attack and damage rolls. Ooh. Oh, uh, I turn into a bear and bite things. All right, that's fine. If you can't wear armor, that's also fine. Anybody else who's in need of weapons or armor, magically enchanted weapons, armor. The armor also gives you a plus one to your AC. He wouldn't say that, but I say that. Uh, it gives you a plus one to your AC on top of what the armor already does. And then after you do that... Wait, so Snow, you're saying that in this room, there's like anything that's in this book that I'm looking at right here, there's a table? Any of the standard equipment. Oh, so this there's... Can, can I get this armor? She points down to the bottom of the page. Snow's eyes widen. You want plate armor? Well, I mean, it, it has the biggest number associated with it, so I don't see why not. You are going to be very slow, but you can take that if you would like. I mean, why would I be slow? It, uh, it says that clerics are proficient with it. It's heavy. How much can you carry? Oh, I can carry 300 pounds. Never mind, you're good. <coughs> Put it on. <coughs> Dance with it. You get a plus one to your AC on top of what the armor does, so it does like a 12. Can, can I also get a shield? Or not 12. Yes, the shield would be a standard shield. Uh, Wait, how does she wield a shield and a weapon? I don't have so, a weapon. My weapon is my charming looks. <laughs> so she has a shield. Um, also, Bones outfits you, Malahan, with a specialty collar that he explains will allow you to use basically disguise self as being a human instead. Uh, but if somebody touches you, for example, or you make contact with somebody, the illusion, it's an illusion. The illusion is broken unless you succeed on a save of some sort. And also it allows you to use mage hand at will to like open doors and stuff, you know, make it look like you're a human doing human things. Uh, real quick question. Was that shield also magic? How much AC does the shield give you on top, by the way? Normally it's just a plus two. Okay, it's just a plus two. Oh, it's just a regular plus two? Yeah, okay. you don't need any more AC. What do you mean? You don't need any more AC. I mean, carry the one. She doesn't take what, a weapon. What is that? Yeah, I can still bite your your ankles. Yeah, you do have natural text. Wait. My bite does 1d6 plus four damage. And I get to roll twice and take the higher results now. Because I'm a big dog. Okay. Yes, that's all right. All right. So... He opens the door and it looks like he opens it into a field where you see a person laying in the middle of the field and there are some sheep hopping over his head, just oh, jumping. I remember this room. Bones just closed the door. Wait. Stupid door. And the... Oh, that's not where you wanted to go? I thought no. We gonna, I thought we were going to take a nap. No, not yet. Wait, we're going to take a nap later? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's fine. He opens the door again. I, I feel like this, urgent, this matter is a little urgent, Copper. We probably shouldn't be napping on the chop. He opens the door again, but this time it leads into the bathroom. Where this time you see a chicken sitting on the toilet seat. Well, this is a place <laughs> Clark Ken should be familiar with at least. He closes Wait, the door. Henrietta, is that you? Stas looks very confused at the chicken on the toilet. Uh, as Bones uh, begins to close the door, uh, uh, Snow, was that Henrietta? It was somebody. Who knows? Maybe. Finally, Bones opens the door into the library room that you guys remember from last time. And as you enter in, you see that there are a number of strange-looking objects placed on the table. You see that there is a number of potions sitting on the table, all of Ooh. them somewhat pink in color. There's about five of them. Oh, I remember this place. This is where we got magic stuff. This is where you got magic stuff last time. There is a scroll case, some kind of coin sitting on the table. It looks really nice, though, very nicely crafted. There also appears to be a card sitting on the table that has a shield-like object on its face, a wooden amulet with a raised face carved into it, 
and a golden flexible snake that looks very ornate. And also roll a perception check for me. Uh, I got a 15. Oh, I got a 17. I rolled a 12. I got a 19. Okay. All of you, your noses catch the scent of a very alluring, odorous smell. And it draws your attention towards the corner of the room where you see a sock. Mashed potatoes. No, a sock. Oh. On the floor. <laughs> it looks kind of ragged. <gasps> but it smells really good. Why is there a sock here? I was wondering where I left it. It does not look like a personal belonging of anyone here. Oh. It just kind of... It looks a little bit out of place. I go and I pick it up. I put it in my mouth. Hung. Is anybody else trying to go for the sock? I do not go for the sock. Stas does not go for the sock. Hey, anyone want a sock? Copper is currently wielding it in his mouth, boiling it about. Okay. You can have a copper. All right, so copper, um, you have now obtained a, a sock that you can put into your inventory. Nice. I wonder what this does. It's got to be magic. It's in you this room. You feel more confident as you gnaw on it. Snow, I don't start like blowing a green aura and lose track of my memories, do I? No, no, okay, no, no. Cool. Of course not. I would never do that. That makes no sense. Like what? You also see in the room on the table that there is a brass bell in the center of the table surrounded by a myriad of other things of these other objects. You also see that there is a stuffed animal that seems to be torn up a little bit up on the one side of the table. I, I go up to it and I cast mending. You cast mending? Yeah, I try and fix it. Do you have the components? Is that how mending works? Mending usually requires, I believe, if D&D is any different than Pathfinder in that regard, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> let, let, let's see. Look it up really quick while I'm, I'm I do I'm pulling this. up my spells. I'm sorry, Snow, I should have read them beforehand. It requires two lodestones? You don't have those. Snow, what's a lodestone? It's a stone that can take a load. Oh, uh, I take a load. Sometimes it has stones in it. <laughs> Why, why are you eating stones? To get stoned. Oh, uh, I, I heard it helps with digestion. From who? Is that some, did you talk to an owl? Oh, I read it in a book once about dinosaurs. You're not a dinosaur, though. Isn't that, isn't that what owls do? Oh, I think so. Yeah. You also see another pendant of sorts that appears to have a dog's face on it instead. Can we f f ask or figure out what all of these things things do. Bones just looks at you. Uh, so what's the pendant with the dog supposed to do? I have absolutely no idea. Sandy just told me to put this here for you. Okay. I, I take the stuffed animal because I'm gonna fix it. Okay, so you take the stuffed animal? Yeah. Okay, put that in your inventory. Okay. It is a little tiny uh, torn up bunny rabbit. He did say that you can only pick one of each item though. Or not one of each, but you can pick one item. Out of everything that's Does placed your there. Does the count? Dang, 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 dang. I would assume so. Wait, wait, wait. Is that Sandy's sock? Is it? Kind of tastes like old feet. I guess that's one of them. Does it taste like magic? Oh, I don't know. Is it magic? Hey, this shouldn't count. You don't know if it counts or not. I should get a second one. If it's in the room, Sandy had it here for a reason. Well, there are books in this room. Are, Sandy has them here for a reason. Are you saying if we take a book that counts? Yes. Glares. Can you read? <laughs> Maybe. That's not it's for me to know you to find out. <laughs> I can read picture books. Anyway, it's here for a reason. If you pick it up, that's I what you get. I take the sock. It's mine. Okay, so you have the sock. Stas is going to take the dog-shaped imprint. Oh, wait, the other one was a... He, he had a human face on it, uh -huh. right? Uh-huh. Hmm. 
Hey, so are we going to get those rings or whatever that made us look like humans again? You never took them off. Oh my gosh, it's been on me this whole time? Yeah. Wait, do I get one of those? Yeah, you were given one earlier. I was? Yeah. So when did this happen? I I, I, desc- I described this pretty explicitly. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's uh, okay. I was distracted, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Stas is instead going to take the pendant or necklace or whatever with the human face on it. Okay. Because per- he thinks perhaps that it does something to people okay what's uh okay what's left there's the pennant with the dog face there is a golden flexible snake there is a strange card with shield-like objects on its face uh, a beautifully crafted coin a scroll case and several potions on the table that are all pink in color Ooh, ooh, ooh! i'll take the scroll case because i have a scroll without a case that tracks is there any can i can i look inside and see if there's anything inside it there is nothing inside of it Okay, cool. I'm going to put my scroll, my zone of truth scroll inside. You put what inside of it? My zone of truth scroll. Okay. That was in my inventory. Snow looks very concerned. She's currently <laughs> face palming. Oh, no. I don't know what this does, <laughs> but it seems like it's going to be great. I have a feeling that copies the scroll that you put in it and just makes Uh-oh. more. Uh-oh. What, but I have no or idea. Or what, what if it just makes whatever the spell scroll is in there active at all times? So now there's just like permanently zone of truth around us. <laughs> so we can never tell a lie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what our rogue has. Good luck oh, with dear. deception. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's going to make it hard for me to roll deception, too. Uther just looks confused. Bones looked at him. You too. Oh, really? Do do I have to? Uh. Oh, take the snake. The snake? Yeah. It's it's a good toy for a young boy. He <laughs> looks at you and glares. Don't sass me, young man. <laughs> or, your elders. Selena. You or you He's could take a... the potion. Perhaps it's something that'll be useful later on. He he just glares at Selena. Hey, my name is Schmalahan. Thank you. I mean, Schmalahan. Selena, you do know he's an adult, right? You you know that I'm an adult, right? I'm older than him. I'm a three, so that means my dog years, I'm 21. You absolutely believe that. That's true. It can't be a lie, so I guess I'll have to accept that that is not a deception. Uh, Why are you looking at me like this? No, that's just how dogs work. Uther just finally speaks up. Gosh. He can't. Schmalahan. Yeah? I don't know how to tell you this. I'm not a child. I said young boy. I mean, that could have been like, I mean, I guess boy is wrong. Young man? Does does that make you feel better and more secure in your identity? How old are you? What? How old are you? Old enough? I could have had a a litter of puppies by now if I wanted. Gosh. Okay. You don't know me. Bones just starts laughing. (laughs) You have to deal with this the entire time. <laughs> and you just see Uther's face just to go neutral. And he grabs the snake. I wouldn't make fun of him. That's rude. I just thought he might appreciate the snake. He grabs the snake and as soon as he does, it coils around his arm and it won't let go. Now he's trying to pull it off. Uh, see, it looks like he's having fun already. No. <laughs> look, uh. So, and then Bones just laughs again. All right, is everyone geared up? Oh, I'm going to fix the rabbit. So I guess. I mean, I guess. Uh, what about those uh, pink potion thingies on the table? Because, like, there are five of us, and there are five of them. I feel like Sandy, like, really wanted us each to take one, because there's an exact number. Roll 
A. I'm really cute and I'm making a good argument. Persuasion. I argument. should get advantage. Go ahead, make it a persuasion. Do I, do I, uh, Snow, do I get advantage on that? Because I'm making a good argument and I'm a cute dog? No. Wait, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he already told you his rules. Oh. But sure, you can roll advantage. How poorly did you roll Let's in the go. first one? I, I crit failed. Uh, <laughs> but, my, but my second roll is an 18, so I feel like we should take that one. You can take the potions. Yes. But if you tell Sandy, I let you take them. I could take all the items and we could just tell Sandy that you gave us extra items. You really want to take all of them? Kind of. Just to see what happens. Oh, yeah. He he looks back and forth. Make another persuasion. A natural crit. And I have no charisma modifier, so it's just 20. Okay, fine. Don't tell him you took them. Wait, so but we don't tell him that we took extra items now? No. Okay, I can do this. I'm... Uh, yeah, they just got lost. Happened to wander out on their own. I mean, after all, you you know how this house is. Uh, I don't know how this house is, and uh, I do not feel comfortable lying, sir. You seemed like a reputable, reputable individual, but now I'm kind of getting conflicted. <laughs> Me? And... Reputable? <laughs> you don't know who I am. Uh, uh, clearly not. I thought you were nice because you gave Copper a treat earlier, but now you're kind of lying to someone who seems to be your supervisor? And I feel like that is kind of conflicting with my morals personally. I'm sorry, everyone. I am a lawful good cleric, so... Then don't take the items. Oh, uh, Selena, can I take the items? No, you may not. <laughs> we were told to take one. Uh, but he says, okay, we took the potions as long as we told Sandy. But we just can't take additional things and tell Sandy. So how about we take the potions and tell Sandy, because that's still within the rules. I, s- I said you can't take the potions. I guess that makes sense. Wait, you just said we could take the potions as I long as we told Sandy we no, could No, do, no, no. I definitely said item. you can take the potions as long as you don't tell Sandy. No, you said we could take everything so long as we don't t- tell no, Sandy. Don't change my words on I'm, me. I'm not changing your words. Yes, you I, are. We, we have Snow, Snow, listen. I don't have an argument here. But <laughs> Well, either way, <laughs> he 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 um asserts that he did not say it that way. Well, Copper, you can't argue with him. If he said he didn't say it, we have to take him at his word. We are innocent until proven guilty, so we will just leave without taking anything extra. You already got your sock. Fine. Alright. You, you guys know you're going to be able to come back here, right? Oh, wait, we are? Why didn't you just say that in the first place? Yeah, I'm going to give you a portal stone. A what? A portal stone. A what? I assume it is a stone that makes portals. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Does that mean we could just like come back and take whatever we want whenever we want? No. Oh. So, uh, Bones hands... Uther, a small black, like purpley blackish colored stone that seems to like swirl on the inside. And you guys go back outside. Yeah, so I'm kind of getting hungry, and I also don't know how long Selena has this room reserved for. Uh, it's okay, we're almost done. So, you guys walk back outside, seeing the nice fresh air. Beautiful, well, I mean, you see fresh air, you smell the nice fresh air, you feel the breeze. And you make your way down the path towards where the two large posts are, where the portal for Bones usually is. And he stands there and he waves as Uther summons the portal. And you all step through. All right. No time like the present to make a difference in the world. Hopefully we can bring today to be a better tomorrow. Yep. I uh, was just going to go in. That was rather poetic, but I think we just walked through the portal. I don't know what's on the other side. I also walked through the portal. Stas also works through the portal. One after another, you each go into the portal. Selena's character, Shmalahan, taking the most time to give her speech, but everyone just kind of walks through. I guess no one appreciated my kind words, but fine. I follow up the rear. And she follows up the rear. And the portal closes behind you guys. And 
We'll have to find out next week. No, a cliffhanger? You can't do this to me, Snow. We'll have to find out next week where the odd doggies end up. All right, foundlings. I'm going to get in the habit of using this because it was brought to my attention. I have not been using our official name for you all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Odd Doggies. These awesome pooches are perfectly present and palatable, I think, for your ears. That's... That was quite possible. Nailed it. The worst joke you've ever made. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I worked so hard. I, I like the first one, but then you went on with alliteration. It was just a little weird. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, Thank you, foundlings, for taking a listen to this episode of Odd Doggies. We know we have a bunch of good pooches and people here at this table. And we will like if you comment and like and share this with other people. Yeah, yeah, those are the words that you want to use. Perfect. Uh, also, just want to give a big thanks to Justin for joining us today. Take us away, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really love doing this. It's exciting to be back after a year. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, it's it's really awesome to be here. So thank you. Yep. And uh, Justin, you are part of another podcast, right? Yeah. Where are you from, Justin? That's right. That's right. I, I hail from a podcast from far away in, in the mountain regions uh, called the Lit Gaming Arena. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's a very exotic gaming podcast. Uh, you, should, you should check it out. <laughs> Exotic. What a descriptive. <laughs> yep, yep. Right outside of uh, there's a lake nearby and a mountain and Wait, you know there is also a... <laughs> yeah. in a castle. It's amazing. Yo, oh man. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's it's we we broadcast live from within that castle that we're we're heading to in this camp. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Wait, does that mean we're gonna actually finally get to see Clerk Kent's actual house? Maybe, who knows? Ooh. All right. Oh, gosh. Ooh. But anyway, guys, just like Wilson said, make sure that you guys subscribe follow along with us and maybe leave a rating and a review about the podcast because you know what especially on apple just letting you know especially on apple because that does help other people discover us and you know that their ears need to listen to our nonsense there aren't enough cute stories about dogs <laughs> in this world and really ugly witches. it's cute, this one actually cute and dark this one just dark i, mean, I don't know there's I a really know. ugly witch power's <laughs> just being ugly man yeah that, that's that's how i roll <laughs> but but doggone it if it isn't fun. Well, guys, you know that we have a myriad of other stories that go alongside with this one, mainly the Sword Art Online odd campaign and the Gate Chronicles, just as an FYI. Well, those will be returning, don't worry, next year in February. February, right? And uh, yeah, end of January, February. So don't worry. But Odd Doggies is going to get you through December and a little bit into January. We, we, we hope to bring some joy to your lives. And right. dogs. Yep. And don't forget, guys, to visit our store, missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing, R-O-L-L, playerfound.com, where you can go to our store and get merchandise. Yes. Don't worry. We have beautiful things there. You'll like them. There are hats, stickers, cups, shirts. But nothing is there with my face on it. So go and support us on Patreon so I can finally get art commissioned for me. Yeah, guys. If you would like us to get more things made, help us to update our uh, hardware, our microphones, and maybe even get some sound dampening for the basement here that we record in because we like to record in a dungeon. Or maybe even one day record our faces on screen. Or like, get me commissioned. Or Gosh. like, get Selena commissioned. Go to our Patreon. 
where the link is in the description below, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash support MRPF. And also, one of our special items today, a sock, was created by our dear friend, Handel. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this strange and mysterious sock. And you know, we love you, foundling, and we will see you next week. Goodbye! Goodbye! Goodbye!